in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. Oh, I shouldn't have looked away. No. <laughs> I looked away and looked back. And it's even it's even worse. Oh. oh, no, I'll spare you. I'll spare you, listener. You don't need to know what he's doing. But um, it's awful. Hello. Uh, um, now, one of our listeners did point out that we missed a trick oh. by not opening... Our Christmas episode with hello and welcome to a ho ho show oh. called Hate. So what, I would what, argue that's not much of a trick. Yeah, okay, I, I would sure. I would say we that would be the lowest common denominator. <laughs> well, which is why we're not going to do it this episode. Okay, oh, just point, that's point, good to point know. Out, yeah, um, but no, welcome to the bizarre hinterland between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, mm. where up is down, dogs can marry cats, and uh, and today is last all- Wednesday. Yes. yes. Well, it may, it may be the last Wednesday because we're about yeah. to go into um, uh, crazy old lockdown, aren't we? We don't, we don't need to yeah. talk about that on this, do we? No, let's let's not. Let's actually, let's skirt because... over that. <laughs> let's pretend that's not yeah. happening. Come because by the time this episode actually comes out, yeah, you know, um, people will be in tier seven or something yeah. like that, yeah. and anything that casts you know. a shadow. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, well, tell you what. Oh, yeah, you're right. Let's focus on the positives. Um, Merry Christmas. To you oh, both. Yes. Well, oh, we have we have happy actually Christmas. Look, showing you behind the curtain here. We have actually seen each other since Christmas. No. Oh no, no, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Not indoors. Not indoors. No. no. Not very, indoors. Very we went. Safely. We went for a walk. We went for we went nice. for an outdoor walk in the outdoors where yeah. the disease can't get to us or any associated uh, troublings. <laughs> um, yes. We, yeah, Indeed. We got, we got a coffee. It was lovely. We, yeah, yeah, no, it was nice. And um, that was it. Uh, Lucy and I uh, ate and enjoyed the um, shortbread biscuits. Oh, they were de- which we got delicious from your good self and Liz. Yeah, they were way. amazing. So thank you very much. Amazing biscuits they from a bakery biscuits. in Morton in Marsh. I'm uh, looking. I've still got one here. Yeah, on my, on have my... you had one? I've I've had more than one. Oh, they're very good. And they are very. They're terrific. Incredible. They are terrific. What if it, what if the odds said it would actually just be within arm's reach of you? right now look at this there, there it is. is there it there is, is. Uh, the wow. odds are probably fairly high because everything precious to me is within an arm's reach <laughs> where I'm currently sat excluding you're Alice like a, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like a, you're like a hermit crab you just kind of all, yeah. construct all your... the foodstuffs in the house are always within arm reach for Nick foodstuffs Game Boys pens yeah. uh, my computer Game Boys I mentioned that yeah I did yeah. Yeah. yes possibly Game Boys yeah did yeah. you did you get something or anything Game Boy related for Christmas I feel it would be a crime if you didn't I think it's a crime I don't think oh, I did oh no no what do you I get think... for the man who has all the Game Boys that's the thing is I don't actually have all of them yet oh. I have yet to get all of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably, an, probably an intervention isn't it <laughs> I'm waiting for that day well um, how, how has everyone been enjoying their uh, their time off yeah, very much actually. Yeah, it's been um, fine. Yeah, 
it is weird. I'm trying to balance this like like dichotomy, if you will, inside me, where one part of me is like, this is loads of time off that you kind of get for free without like using your holiday up. So therefore, Nick, you should be productive. You should get all those projects and plans done that you're thinking about. And then there's another half of me that's like, yo, fuck it, though. (laughs) Because it's Christmas and it's like the one time of the year that you can just be a fucking shit. And it's and even your brain lets you off. So I'm kind of having to battle with those two forces inside me at the moment. I'm battling and failing, I should say. Sure. Because I am completely... This is terrible. Like this is just like this is why I can't have nice things because it's it's as you say it's a long time of a year in which you should just be able to let your hair down, you know, nothing matters. You can just eat cheese all day. Yeah, like just be lazy, and I can't. And yet at the same time, I don't want to work. No. So I'm like the opposite. It's not like I'm going. Oh, I really want to be lazy, and also I really want to be productive. I don't want to do either. <laughs> That's the problem. What do you? It's what like, do you do? That's I maybe don't want worse. To, That's maybe I know worse. it's awful. Yeah. I don't want to work. And at the same time, I don't want to just sit on the sofa. So I'm just perpetually unhappy <laughs> because I can't decide what to do at any time. Oh, no. I'm just bouncing between them. That's, Actually, uh, that's bad. my big turning point was waking up this morning and going, I'm going to work today and I'm going to feel good about it. Yes. And I, you know, I edited a podcast there you go. and that's something. Did, a li- did a little bit of web development and I do feel better. Mm. So that dark... The dark passenger has been fed you've, you've, inside yeah, me. You've scratched that itch. Yeah. How about you, Chris? How are you finding these days? Fine. Um, I've been doing lots of dog walks, as I do Good. normally. Um, mm. Just hanging. Did you have a dog? Chilling, because I have a dog. Uh, watched the football on Zoom last night with my fellow Gillingham fans. Uh, cool. It was it was crap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you I win? Mean, I've just been I've just been relaxing and drinking um, a fair amount, not too much. I had a few days <laughs> off in between Christmas and now. Oh, you got to take a break. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, all fine, all good. I'm feeling fairly chilled. I don't have the to, to do stuff beyond um, watching football and walking the dog. Oh, you're so lucky. And just general oh. things, you know, it's nice. <laughs> did yeah. um, did Jills win? That's what I want to know. They did not. Uh, they lost. They lost three one, which it, it was a shambles. That's a bad um, loss. Are football pitches still <laughs> doing? cardboard cutouts of some um somewhat some are Cheltenham Town our local club were and I think they still may have some up but obviously they let fans back in for uh, two three games and now they've had to boot them out again here's so, a question yeah can you uh can you uh sort of pay for a cardboard cutout uh of your choice to to, to sit in the yeah crowd? a lot of people did that they like some people paid their tenor or whatever it was I can't remember what it was and just submitted pictures of Donald Trump Piers Morgan <laughs> Like, this is what I was going to say. Because, like, if yeah, you open yeah. this sort of shit up to the public, this is this is what happens. <laughs> oh, it's, like, it's you get it, thing is, a, a club in um, I think it was China in the Chinese league was <laughs> a fined, anus. Yeah, was fined a substantial sum because they used sex dolls instead of carpal cutouts. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't have been fined for that. They got fined, yeah. Well, and unless it, they're unless their inflatable boobs were out, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think or they were. I think that was part of the problem. Right. You could have put Do a you think it on. adds a certain ambiance to it? What, is the it... sex dolls or the cardboard cutouts? The sex dolls. Either at this point. Um, I mean, it looks like there are people there when they're not, which I suppose is an advantage of some who's, kind. Who are they, who's that for, though? Are they doing it for the players so they well, feel I think more it, like I think part, they're performing? Yeah, I think partly that and partly because people obviously can't be in the ground when they'd like to be. 
and that way they feel like they're at least represented. Like yeah. I know, I know Leeds United, for example, um, you they know won them. the league last season, and there were people, their supporters, who submitted cardboard cutouts of photos of people who had died. So they were there when Leeds got promoted, even though they had died, you know, years ago, oh, that's probably. Quite nice. Which was quite a nice thing, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, are they piping in the sound of crowds? Some, some clubs are. Gillingham have. Um, really? I was being, I was being facetious. Yeah, I didn't no, realise they were actually doing Yeah, that. yeah. Some clubs do. It's up to the club, I think. So are they piping it in to the broadcast or onto the actual pitch when onto the players are Both. Playing? Both. Uh, yeah. I can understand it on the pitch because that energy playing in an empty stadium is probably shit. But even watching it in an empty stadium, my god, it's like the, that clip of The Simpsons when he goes to the baseball without drinking, and he just goes, <laughs> "I never realised how boring this game is." <laughs> I think is that not the danger though? If I was like the manager or the chief wrangler, sure, I'd be looking. It's a very at, like, important all... position at any football club. Football wrangler. I'd be, I'd be looking at like I've heard of these twenty-two men out onto a pitch and just in stark echoing yeah. silence they're now kicking a ball around yeah. yeah i feel if we don't keep the noise up they'll suddenly realize this is the thing oh my god that's the thing like we could everyone suddenly just go say, back to uni yeah everyone will just suddenly say to themselves what am i doing yeah it's like in a way the noise kind of justifies the madness of what all of this is all mm. the pageantry and the and the seriousness that people take this what is essentially a game yeah like if you take that crowd away it's just a load of boys playing on a like a playground field well pretty much but I, yeah. pay, I pay a tenner to watch each Jill's game on the internet. Sure. Um, but I, I, I care like a fraction of the amount I care normally when I'm able to go to games. So it has sort of put that into perspective, I guess. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing yet. I, well, I, think, um, like... I think you're a hero for doing well, that. Well, thank so. you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm imagining like just scores of football fans across the country all just emerging blinking into like the new day yeah and then <laughs> so, but that but that's what? the end of the movie we all emerge out of the out of the shadows and then it just credits roll and you yes. don't know what happens next the um <clears throat> yeah were you telling me when we when we went on our socially distanced walk through the snow the other day yes weren't you telling me that there are footballers alive who are good at football mm. who don't actually like football yeah big time i think i feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before perhaps I think um, but there are certainly footballers who yeah. have just said, yeah, I um, I don't really like football. I don't know anything about it beyond sort of the position I play. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm pretty good at it. So I'll uh, I'll take my money for 10 years, go to training, well, I mean, do, do bugger all fair, the rest of the day. And uh, if, yeah, if thank someone, you very much. If someone rocked up at my house and said, genetically, Nick, due to science, <laughs> we know that you are fucking amazing at football. Mm. Would you like to be paid 10 million pounds a week? I'd be like, well, yes. I, I would do that. <laughs> What's the worst Ever. thing you could imagine yourself from your own point of view being good at when you don't want to be? Ooh. Oh, like the, the thing you've never tried. But not even that. But, but like, you... what would you really not like to be good at? But like in a twist of fate, you are and you have to do it, therefore, because you're like the best. The thing is, there's a certain amount of joy to be gleaned from being good at something. Yeah. But, I suppose but not if you hate of... it. Like if you're the best, I don't know. Um, politician, probably. <laughs> yeah, politician. If <laughs> you're the be- if you're the best um, cow midwife, for example, and There's you're just, be a you're just word for that. <laughs> you're world class at it, and they're just like, we can't not have you do it because you're so good at it. Yeah, yeah. What well, you just you just walk past a cow. Yeah, and then and... everyone recognizes you, and the cow even probably recognizes you and goes, it's and then points points to you with their dainty hoof. Yes, and you have to do it because you're so yes. good at it. You have to do the Aren't thing. Aren't you 
aren't you basically describing having a having a day job? Yeah, but you're but but you don't want to do it. You're so, you're just so good. Again, at it. I repeat, aren't you basically describing having a day job? So are, you, are, you, are you good at your day? <laughs> are you good at your day job? Are you? All right then. Uh, yeah. No, this is my point. I feel this is like. I'm fairly good at my day job. And you hate it. It's not it. something I really... Yeah, it's not really something I want to be doing. It's not my passion in life. Sure. I just... I'm there because, you know, they pay me. And apparently I'm all right at it. But, like... Yeah. I get where you're coming yeah. from, though. I'm talking you, about, like, you, a talent. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something else now. Like, me, running. I like, if you were a sprinter, but you hated it. You hated everything that went around... Went with it. But because of your around. talent, your sheer talent for it, You've got you're suddenly in the Olympic final, and you're thinking, "God, I, I hate this." <laughs> I feel a lot of the things I hate are like enforced social situations where I have no control. So if mm. I was running, even if I hated running, at least I'd have some privacy. Yeah, I think it it might be something like. It might be something like football, actually. Yeah. Like if I actually <laughs> did just find out that I was I incredible, I'll be honest, John. I don't think you'd enjoy the banter. <laughs> No, I don't no, think I well, enjoy the banter, no. No. All right. And... It's, it, that's yeah, pretty bit... much it. Oh. Well, oh, well, that sounds all right. That's about the level you get. Yeah. The thing is, you say that as if you don't have evidence to back it up. I mean, bear in mind, I, I did know. go through the same secondary school system yeah. as you, and I, I, have, I, have, I have experienced football, which is why sure. I do not enjoy it now. <laughs> it has always been there, a dark spectre in my life. <laughs> I've come to accept that it and I will never meet. We will, on ne- we will terms. never. We will never just get along. I think I would hate to be like an actor. Oh, if I was good at being an actor, I but think if everyone I'd... was like Nick. You're just so talented. We yeah, need you. But... We need you in the latest Mission Impossible movie. But like, like I get anxiety at the best of times. Mm. Like to, to to go on screen or stage. And have to learn lines and perform. Even if people were telling me I was good, I imagined that I would still not enjoy it. Like, I wouldn't be able to, like, enjoy it. I wouldn't be able to lose myself in it. Aren't you... Don't you have acting experience? I have acted, yes. And I I feel like all of my acting experience, I've been somewhat strong-armed into it. (laughs) Due to having, like, very theatrical parents who were always involved in plays. And would quite often, my mum would quite often either direct or stage manage plays. This oh, is yeah, you, you pretty much got to do it then, haven't you? And then, but then, but then she'd like have the lead uh, role or whatever, and no one would show up for audition, or the people who did show up for audition were like, "Oh, they weren't very good." Nick, could you could you just do an audition well, for it? Because it is like your it age. That's how it works. It's like your age and needs to be a, a man of your age, and I just be like, oh, for fuck's And then I'd do it, and she'd be like, "Yeah, that's the best. That's the best one. We're going to cast you." I'm like, I mean, oh, that, fuck's that does sound like a living nightmare. Yeah. It kind of, I mean, I, I wanted to help my mum out partly, but, but it was, yeah, it was kind of a living nightmare. I don't know if I was any good. Some people said I was okay. Some people, my mum thought I was the best choice, but that's my mum, isn't it? So she would. And then the moment you've done it once, mm. you yeah. know, suddenly you're like, oh, oh that's Nick. Yeah. Oh, Nick's oh, an actor. Oh, he's a natural. The, local yeah. actor. the problem was, is that in my amateur dramatics club that I could, I could say that I have been in, um, there were very few young men. Who, there were very few young people in general. It was mostly sort of middle-aged or over 60-year-olds. And do so sometimes a director, probably in that age bracket, would come along and be like, I want to do a cool hip play. Nice. You know, one of those one of those cool plays. Oh, I love those cool plays. With They're skateboards my That's my and surfing and, and sunglasses and all that shit. But that means we need young, cool people to play the, the, the main characters. And that was often a hey, problem. Maybe, maybe Nick knows some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I once so I once good. played Grumpy the Dwarf. Okay. In Gang okay. Show in when I was a cub. Oh nice. And I had How I, old think, were you then? I think I had one uh how old was I? Eleven, twelve? Okay. Something like that. And I uh, I had to I had two lines. And look at you now. Look at me now. <laughs> I've got so that? much experience for this podcast. You can put it on your C V. Yeah, yeah. So I had I had one line which I think was just a like a grunt. And then right. one line I had to I had to cue the Rolf Harris song. Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that's a shame. And Rolf Harris cool. was played by our friend Will Train. Oh, he's I mean, very dramatic. That though. that part hasn't aged well. He's very dramatical. You see now, you see, you look back on that now, that would be like a panorama special. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and playing the part of Rolf Harris. I to, and then the line was, because he's got an achy, breaky heart. And you then, remember it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's only one line. I guess it's uh, one, yeah. <laughs> And then we had to line dance to the song Achy, Breaky Heart as the Seven Dwarfs. What, you were going to say a different sung, song? No, that's a sh- that's sung a by Rolf Harris, played by our friend Will Train. Wait, Rolf Harris did a cover of Achy Breaky No, I don't Heart. think so, which made it even weirder. <laughs> I don't know why Rolf Harris was there. <laughs> oh my god, this is so confusing. It's like a like um So like it was a like Russian it was a, doll. just a mash of things and they just went, right, that'll do. So Rolf Harris is there, the seven dwarves and Snow White are there, and then we do a line dance to Achy Breaky Heart, and I don't know don't ask me. I don't know why. That's great news. I um I once played a character where I got stabbed oh, no. on stage. That's probably the coolest thing I've done. Because um, you have lots I, of fake blood. Yeah. So the way oh. they did it, and I'm a, I'm worried that we've talked about this on a podcast before, but I don't it, I don't, I don't think we have. Play. I don't recall this story. No, it seems new. Okay, that's good then. So the way we did it, my mum was stage managing this play, so she had to do all the the special effects and shit, and we had fake blood in a deflated balloon that was oh. taped to my abdomen, ah, um, upright. And so then when I got stabbed, I sort of like slapped my belly uh, as I sort of like, ooh, ah. and then that squirted the, the blood up and it would stain my white shirt Clever. in theory. Clever. So I'd look like I was bleeding. That was great in concept. But the problem was, is that on the first uh, tech rehearsal, so the first time we actually tried it with the blood, my mum filled the balloon oh, with fake no. blood. So we're talking like, like a wine glass volume oh. of blood, right? And so, <laughs> and so I get stabbed and my shirt goes almost instantly entirely <laughs> red. But then, of course, that huge volume of liquid has to go somewhere. Oh, so no. down it went into my pants. Lovely. And my pants were just, my boxers were just full of fake blood. And like I had to like, it was like a minute after I got stabbed and I was like lying on the floor. I was meant <laughs> to be like nearly dying. And I just had to sit up. I was just like, guys, I'm, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I just had to break character. My, my junk is swimming in blood right now. I really need to... <laughs> It's going down my trousers. Oh, it's everywhere. God. So yeah, we had to massively limit the amount of blood in that balloon, but it was it was fun. That I uh, I remember when I was in uh, I think it was like reception or year one or something. I was I was pretty young. Um, I remember at our primary school, Chris Ray. Mm. Um, for some reason, there was some kind of like um, Christmas play we were sure. putting on it. I think it may have been an original composition oh, by no. That's uh, one much of the worse. teachers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, I was playing Father Christmas. Oh, you had a better part than I did then. Oh, lead role. It may not, may not even be the same one, Rev. No, I can't. I played a cheese. I played a, played I a played, cheese. I played a block of cheese in that production. A block of cheese. Yeah. I think I was cheese number two. Two. It's funny. The more, the more we uncover about your past, the more it seems like you were destined to appear on yeah, this show. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think, I think this is like therapy, but cheaper. <laughs> this is well, a hallucination. I, um, 
Well, my experience, you know, the good thing about being Father Christmas, and I think even at the time, even aged like four or five or six or whatever, I realized I struck gold because mm. Father Christmas didn't have to say anything. Nice. Ho, ho, he, oh. he, no, he didn't, he didn't even have to do a Did ho, ho, ho. You just have to wave. You had to like walk on, hand out a present or something and walk off. Right. And also, not only did I not have lines, I got to wear a big beard, which covered most of my face. Nice. Oh, that's amazing. But I remember in the in the rehearsals, the non-dress rehearsals, where we're all just wearing our school uniforms, the teacher going, no, Jonathan, smile, <laughs> smile, you've got to emote. And even as a kid, I was like, I'll be wearing a beard. <laughs> you can't see anything. <laughs> See, I had a very frustrating nativity um, role because of my last name. I was always an angel. Yeah. Without, really? You, without you were typecast. The teachers, every teacher thought it was fucking hilarious to cast me as Gabriel. So I always was. Brilliant. Is that not... Don't don't kids normally... Don't parents normally like fight over who's going to play Gabriel? Isn't that like a, normally... Uh, after Jesus, that's like a big one. It's a starring role it, in the production. Because it yeah. was... It was quite irrelevant in the plays I was in. I would sort of appear. I'd have one line normally, like lo, low, hark, low, low. There is a child. Yon child has birthed. I would say, and then just go stand at the back, and that'll be it then for nice. the fucking rest of the play. I'd just be stood there on a box, probably to be flying. You know. Well, I remember. I have a vivid memory of, for some reason, in again in primary school, quite young. One of the teachers put on a production of the Nutcracker, mm. and all I can remember is, I think I was a humbug. <clears throat> what is like that? a sweet? One of them oh, okay. stripy sweets. Yeah, like everyone was like in different groups of sweets, and I seem to remember having part of the costume was having like tissue boxes on your feet. I seem to recall. As you do. Yeah, I feel like that's quite a common child costume thing i don't know why i've got this feeling of like i have a memory of where of lots of kids wearing tissue boxes i don't know why it was hard, it was hard times growing <laughs> up in. looking back that is just an excuse for parents to point and laugh isn't it yeah what's i it's funny you mentioned that, like i uh my even now my parents in their in their downstairs loo they've got like a little utility shelf which has got like boxes and little you know Ogs and ends up on it, and it's got an ain't they've got an ancient plastic box which they've probably had for like 30 odd years now, which once held kind of like baby wipes. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And 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 it was clearly a leading brand back in like the 80s because I remember as a kid having uh, a costume once, which was a you know, like a homemade kind of costume, which was like a hat, which was like a plane. Right. Oh, wow. I don't ask me of a context. Like I had a, I had a cardboard hat, pl- plain hat, and the hollow was one was an upturned baby wipe box. Nice. box. Like I, I, vi- I vividly remember that it was a plastic <laughs> box, and I remember that even as a four year old, <laughs> my head was too big <laughs> to go in that box. Brilliant. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, it was hard growing up as a as a lollipop. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't as a large headed boy. One of those LHBs. No, who, who's got a hate? Who's I'll, got a I'll hate? I'll do a hate if you want. Oh, Chris oh, has gone. I'll kick us off. Uh, my then. hate is the lack of sausage-based pubs in the local area. Oh, I, I already agree oh. without knowing what quite the details. I, I already th- agree with The it. The concept of pork box has got me thinking. 
um, <laughs> relentlessly about sausages. Yes. Um, yes. There used to be, or there is still, a pub called The Railway. We live in Cheltenham. It's the secret's out. Oh, no. Um, now we're going to get doxxed. That was a sausage pub, and it had all different meats, and you could choose your <laughs> can, mash. Can we just, can we just clarify yeah, when yeah, you say sausage pub? I don't, don't think <laughs> that's a sausage term. pub. You, you can't, can't say wait, it, you No, can't no say you're not wrong. Sausage pub. <laughs> what am I, like, what am I clar- context. What am I clarifying? Well, yeah, a sausage pub sounds like... Um, Sounds like know. when you pull on the thick the things okay, for beers, right. a sausage the comes lack, out. The lack of pubs in the local area that provide a a wide ranging choice of sausage based meals. Is this a thing though, or is this just something that you've been spoiled by the railway previous railway? I don't know, on? but I used to speak about the railway to everybody because I remember when we moved into our old house that I used to share with John and a couple of other people. I Hello. was away for the weekend, and you text me saying, "Rev, we found a pub. You're gonna love it." It's got all these ales and lagers and whatever and like independent breweries, so on. And it's a sausage pub. And I was like, sold. I did not say those exact words. Well, someone someone did. What I may may have said is like, like a human being, I said that all they serve is sausage and mash. Bangers and mash, basically. Either way, yes, I totally agree that the railway was before, previous past railway, uh, I, I had eaten there. And it was very good. They had a wide range of sausages and yep. mashes you and gravy. You had wild boar, you had kangaroo, yep. zebra. There was all sorts of different lamb, whatever. You name Incredible. it. You name it. La- even. Lamb, yeah. pork, <laughs> cow, human. Yeah, some exotic meat called l- l- lamb. But, but you name it, and it was they they would have had it at some point, I think. Sure. I um, and along with a range of mashes and gravies and things like that, and it was great. And there's no other place in. Cheltenham like it before or since. No, however, I agree. Oh. And I used to tell people far and wide about it, and they come, and every time they come back, they go, "Are we going to the railway?" Because they loved it so much, and they were right to, because it was great. It was great. The railway is still Fantastic. open, but it has become a Thai street food venue. Yes. Now, still good. Still good. But, still good. I, but, I should say, but there is there is more than one place in the town with that kind of option. I'm not saying that specifically, but that that sort of broad strokes option available to us. They've lost sure. their niche as far as I'm concerned and I miss it. And and uh, par- par- partially because of pork box and partially because of the time of year where I'm thinking, oh, that would be nice and cosy oh. to just go there and have sausage and mash. You know, it you're not wrong, good... actually. That would be... It's just got me thinking, there is no place that I've been to, certainly in Cheltenham, and I don't think anywhere, frankly... Maybe I could say nationwide rather than locally. That well, why does don't we put that... it out? Let's put it out to our listeners. Yeah, does anyone know, you know a pub good... where they do exclusively sausage and mash? Sausage pub. Sausage, sausage pub. pub. Sausage pub. Because in in a, in a future time where we can travel again, <gasps> we will we will make an exclusive road trip oh, yeah. to, I would. to that pub. I would. Yeah, we could we could start a spin off podcast where we review sausage pubs. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, what know, we, what would we call cool. that? The sausage pub. Um, how how sausages? How the sausage is made? Toad in the hole. <laughs> there um, we go. Few options there. Yeah. One thing I, I think the thing I like most about it was you. It was it was a way in which your menu worked. Yeah. Where you'd go up and you, you pick you pick your meat. Yeah. Pick, pick your you sausage. Pick, you pick your mash. Yep. And you pick your gravy. Yep. And then you get the mustard bar. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yes. They bring over at yeah. least eight different kinds of mustard. I love a modular menu. I love it when you can like. I know this is the hate section, so I'm sorry to get into a. No, that's fine. Early. We're talking about what we miss, you see. So if this we talk about true. why we love it, and then we say I hate it because it's not there anymore. 
But I love the idea that a, a restaurant doesn't have like 20 odd dishes or whatever, but it, instead it serves one thing, but you can tweak every fucking aspect of yeah. it. So therefore, in a way, it almost has infinite dishes. That's amazing. Mm. It's a bit like when... Because Nick, I mean, that's presumably why you're such a fan of KFC and uh, the McDonald's and the like. Oh, yeah. Because you, you can have it your it's way. Very, that's very have modular. It, you can, you you can well, have it your way. It kind, it kind of is. They kind of, they all kind of claim that. Like, oh, have it your way. Or like Burger King's like, do what you choose or something shit like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> have it your way was taken. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, different enough. The truth is, is that really you can't. Like, it's, it's just chips. With, it's the illusion of choice. It's the illusion of choice. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Chips or onion rings. Can't, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but this was proper don't, proper, don't make him choose. proper bespoke <laughs> dining, and I don't know for the life of me. I've tried to work this out why they stopped doing it. You've tried to work this out. I've tried in my head. I've not actually asked them. Maybe I should do that. That might be the first. Point, that might be the yeah. first thing I should have done uh, instead of wasting years <laughs> of my life wondering. <laughs> With these yeah. all these whiteboards and like yeah. red wool connecting things up. <laughs> you mean strings of sausages? Strings of, sorry, yeah. strings of sausages. Yeah. But I can't. I can't think why they would have stopped doing that. I'm sure the food now is relatively successful, and uh, but it's not unique to town, and it's certainly not unique in itself in in terms of cuisine. I don't think it is. No, you're right though, because because the one one plus for it now being like a a Thai street food thing is that the smell, as you walk past, is absolutely incredible. I'm not. I'm not dissing the quality of their food. No. No, I'm just saying, like, you're right. The smell now is amazing. And I've had the Thai food there. And yeah. service is a little slow, but it's very tasty. Mm, it is. But you're right. There are plenty of places where you can get decent Thai food. Big time. There was only one place where you could get amazing sausage and yeah. mash. And now it's gone. So I don't, know if, I don't know if it cost them too much. Maybe the margins were razor thin. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only reason I, have, I can yeah. think of. I have heard that sausage as an industry is incredibly difficult to break in. I was asked by Liz recently, or I think I asked her first, and then she asked me because it's polite to do that. Um, what's what's the one food if you like you could choose one food to eat the rest of your life, like one food stuff? I said yeah, I, I said I said so sausages. Sausages is a is a powerful choice. Yeah. Are you are you saying just to clarify? Are you saying that? sausages and nothing but yeah. sausages I'm saying, I'm it saying like... it's one food stuff you can you can be relatively broad with it but you can yeah. only eat that and can so we you can't go on John sorry Nick go on John no no someone... no no, no, no I insist for God's sake someone say... talk can we ignore the gastric uh, inevitable <laughs> yeah. like side so effects ruin <laughs> you, will, you will gain the same amount of weight as you would eating that amount of any food let's say we, we, Calori- we, calories we, we, calories you... are an even scale Okay. Will you shit the same amount as you would? <laughs> I I can't speak for myself or you. Uh, cool. I mean, yeah, sausages is a very appealing choice. Um, but you can't supplement it, so it's not like sausage is the centerpiece of no, every but meal. Could, but you but can I have... Could have different flavored sausages or different sure. meats, oh, okay, okay. for example. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I do. What if I said think... something like curry? Yeah, that's could pers- I then have permissible. different. I could have different. I mean, I mean, I mean, the the whole pooing argument goes out the window if it's just curry you're eating. But I'd poo out the window. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think, I think curry is is fair, but no rice. No rice. Yeah, but rice is part of it. No, it's not a curry. It's curry and rice. It's curry and rice. rice. Or is it curry as the broader meal? No, curry is the curry. It's the curry. Oh, I've got the answer. I've got the answer. I've worked it out. 
It's pizza. Okay, that's fine. Yes. Pizza. pizza. I've nailed it. That's mine. Pizza. But no garlic bread. But no no sides, no goujons or anything. But I could have a chicken pizza. I could have a meat pizza. I could have a veggie pizza. I could... That's fucking... That's fine. I'll allow... You can't can't have any garlic dip. No, you can't have any dip. Okay. And you can't can't have the box either. You've got to carry it with your hands. (laughs) (laughs) And God knows you can't drink anything. I'll just just put it on my back and walk home on all fours. That's fine. fine. Well, you you can make a backpack out of pizza... And then carry your pizza around in it. I can't even put it in a backpack. No, you can't have a backpack. Backpacks are edible, probably. Can I have clothes? He, he didn't say. He didn't say I mean... what food and <laughs> carrying mechanism would you use for the rest of your life. Can I wear clothes? Can Listen, I go in my car? No. Like, only, what... only pizza for everything. So pizza for clothes. Pizza, sure, why not? Okay, great. Pizza, pizza bra for me then. Pizza, pizza bra. <laughs> um, John, what's yours? Oh, it's a tough one. Uh. Now, I'm a simple man, and I do really like toast. Um, <laughs> do me you, a do If me you a choose toast, I will lose but my mind. The thing is, I can't, can't say toast because... toast. I can't say toast because flavour Nazi over here will say, well, that's no butter, that's no jam. You can't have... We would get Ofcom, like, shutting our podcast down <laughs> yeah. if you said toast. What okay? you, God knows I'm waiting for an excuse. What is the most regular thing you have on your... Like, of all the condiments, what do you have on your toast? Um, he doesn't. Uh, but do you like, that's, that's my point. Flora. You just have flora or dry toast. John, what about an omelette? That's actually a great. That's quite appealing. I, about, I might have that as a snack. No. <laughs> what about an omelette, John? Eggs. No. Eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Yes. Eggs. No. Don't give me that. Eggs you can have, you can have eggs, but I think you're making versatile. a catastrophic error. What are you talking about? An egg is so much more. <laughs> what have you got? You got a sausage. What have you got? Constipation and no. possibly a vitamin D deficiency. That's, that's give me fine. eggs. I'll take Chris it. Has, Fry them, boil them. Chris, Chris has poach presented him. eggs as a hate on this show before, I believe. So, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's, have, a, he's, yeah. a, he's he's an inverse moron. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? That was a, eggs. Eggs. I think. Eggs. I think. I think. I think you're being too limiting, John. The thing is, John. <laughs> he's talking about they're the, the most versatile food on the planet. The thing is, John, is that they are very versatile, but quite often their their uh, cleverness comes from how they're combined with other things, yeah. and you wouldn't you be can't able have anything to do on that. them. Yeah, but you, you say, <laughs> what are you going to boil? You what are you going to boil it with? You just can't have water. <laughs> you can't, oh you come can't on, use oil. <laughs> well, you can't use fire for God's sake. You can use fire. I can. I'll allow you to use fire, but oh, nothing he's allowing else. fire. He's allowing. So what you're saying in this perfect utopia you're describing, yeah. it's a barren wasteland, and you're sitting on a pile of sand, and I'm sitting on a pile of sand, yeah. and you're eating raw sausages, and I'm drinking <laughs> raw eggs. No, you know, and we're just staring no, at you each can, other. You can use the heating mechanism, but not water, because that's that's Nick's laughing. Nick's got pizza. Yeah, Nick, Nick's Nick's doing pretty I'm well. Si- I'm sitting there eating pizza off the back of some like supplicant slave for me. Nick's, ju- Nick's just on like just eat. <laughs> Ordering pizzas where we're trying to cook our sausage and eggs. Wait, so we can't use fire, but you can apparently use just eat to get it delivered to you. That's not something you put in your mouth, is it? You can't just eat an egg. Exactly. I just... I love this. It's like, you know, you and I just staring at each other. Hey, like shooting daggers for eternity. Neither of us is happy. We're both miserable. (laughs) And Nick's got his pizza. He's like... No, no, guy, don't fight. Don't, don't fight. fight. I'd offer you a slice, but you've committed to your yeah, various. I wouldn't skills. be allowed to take it, even if I wanted no. to. John what if and Nick... Chris, though, could you combine forces and have egg and? No, sausage? I'm all right. I don't oh, like eggs. Jesus. Let me rephrase that. Could you combine forces and have a raw egg and a raw sausage? Yeah. 
At least you die quicker. Yeah. What's going to kill you quicker, tr- uh, trichinosis or salmonella? Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll find out. What if, what if Nick ordered a um, kind of Egg pizza. Uh, a, a meat surprise pizza that had some sausage on it? If he handed it to you, you could pick the sausage. Could you, yeah, I could. Yeah. I could. Feasi- I could um, feasibly eat that. Yeah. Okay. Just that's good to know. You can, have, John, egg, you can have egg on a pizza, technically, can't you? You yeah, could you, you could crack an egg onto a yeah. freshly ordered pizza. There you go. And it might cook. It might. Probably probably I, but... <laughs> we, we were watching a video the other day on on the YouTubes and uh, it was a pizza making competition and one guy tried to throw it by making a pizza that more people most people would hate. So he googled all the ingredients that are least the, the least popular. Why did pizza he want to throw the contest? Because he thought he was gonna win through being unique rather than being good. Okay. Oh. And so he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the least popular ingredients and put them on a sandwich. Or on a on a pizza. And I was like, that looks like a damn good pizza. <laughs> like I, it was like egg, anchovies, olives. I was like, hell yeah, capers. I was like, that's that's the best pizza in yeah, the world. Yeah, you do like all those things and I'm amazed. Capers, anchovies. I like olives, but capers and anchovies, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we treated ourselves after Christmas and when we got past um eating all the roast you know, the roast food, we were like, uh yeah, let's just have like a let's have a, a Mediterranean, like kind of a snacky lunch. Let's get let's get little tapasy kind of things. And I bought a whole pot of anchovies and I ate them all to myself and I was quite happy. Oh but yeah, well no one would have that thought was, you yeah, for that, I, so. I would leave you alone if you had a whole pot of anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> Especially afterwards. <laughs> I've got oh. eight. Oh go on. I hate royalty-free cover versions of popular songs which are piped into retail stores. Oh no! Yes. Which which retail stores in particular? I was in a uh, popular um, hobby and crafting store oh. earlier today. I was in there today. That's weird. That is weird. Mm, what anyway. time were you in there? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Like three. Mm. I was, I was in there around three as well. well suspicious, anyway. intriguing. I, I wasn't. I wasn't there. Oh, it's all right. I didn't ask. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. So Maybe you were, you were next door in the football. I was in. Emporium. I was in the <laughs> football store. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I should no, I know was... what you're talking about, but I'm inevitably not going to know. <laughs> I, I think. It, I think it's. It's very much like a measure of how. Uh, classy, your kind of your your shop is, mm. um, and suddenly I can't think of a better example. But I know Lucy and I were in one shop, and they were pay- they were actually B- there. You go B and Q. If if you go into B and Q, you get original music. Ooh. If you're going to um, this popular hobby and crafting store, sure. um, you get off-brand cover versions of popular songs. Which your brain just about thinks is the real deal, and then the moment you pay attention, you realise that it, it it's it, it's not. What are sense. the hurdles when it comes to royalty royalties with songs in shops? I don't know. I didn't know that was a, that was a issue that a shop had to pay or a brand had yeah. to pay for to play a certain band's material. So actually, this plays into my amateur dramatics experience. Ah. But for example, if you have a public environment, like a theatre or a shop, that the public goes into, you have to pay for 
a license right. to play music. Okay. Um, and depending on which music you want to play depends on the tier of license you want. And so the shops that you hear popular music, such as the music you'd hear on the radio, sure. they've paid for the highest license oh. to be able to afford to be able to do that. Um, and that money, it filters down to the various um, labels that, gotcha. that these, these artists work for. The thing is, like... You say, like, uh, you know, there's, there's like a tiered system and, and it gets cheaper and cheaper. Like, the virgins they're, they're, they're playing in, in Hobbycraft, I can't imagine they're paying for. No, like, I imagine um, you're right. Is yeah. it just like the YouTube free-to-use stuff? No, 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 no. They're definitely cover versions. Right. They're definitely cover versions. Like, um, I was walking around earlier and they were playing uh, Samantha Mumble. Ah, oh, I love if that. you remember her. I love that song or songs. That Christmas song, yeah. Well, it's... It wasn't a Christmas song. It was just it was a pop song, and, I, and it's not even a very good pop song at that because <laughs> it's like it just never ends. Like uh, it's like they didn't write a song; they just wrote a hook, right? And and maybe like one line, and just keeps going oh, yeah. over and over and over again. So the early two thousands was such an exciting time for music. <laughs> I know, and hard to believe um, she isn't still a, um, a going concern. She was. I remember but, Samantha um, Mumba. She was Irish. That's all I remember about her. Was she, she was Irish? Irish was yeah, she? she was Irish. Oh, she was yeah. Irish. Oh, yeah. To be sure, ah, racism. <laughs> um, but um, uh, no, uh, Chris Ray, you're you're a bit more down with the popular music. Sure, um, whatever you say. Is did take that mm. have a song which was about praying every yeah. night? It was called Pray. That's take. That's there you go. Take that. So they were playing as as we were walking around the shop today. They were playing a cover version of Pray. Right. By take that, and ge- generally you're going you're going around and like you listen to it and you think, oh, that's um, I don't know what that that's um, Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Mm. You go, what what a funky song! I quite enjoy that. That puts me in a good mood and makes me I want to buy more. Yes, as a absolutely. result. And then a second later, you go, oh wait, 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 no, that's not Bruno Mars. That's someone else singing the song. I feel a little betrayed. Yeah. Now, I, now but, I'm going to put back the thing that I originally came for. Yeah. I'm only going to buy like half the yeah. things yeah. I was going to buy. That's what I would do, yeah. So, so it's, it's generally your only emotion is disappointment. Yeah. Like it doesn't go up, it only goes down. So is it is it a, so it actually is a cover version. So it's the same lyrics, yeah, yeah. the same tune. Yes. But it's yes. not Bruno oh. himself, the man. No, it's 100% a cover version. But are right. they, are they okay. good quality covers? Well, here's what I'm going to say. Most of the time, they're like, you know, they're, they're passable. They're a bit kind of like, sure. oh, this is like... If I printed out the sheet music and I was kind of like <laughs> playing it, like it's it's okay. Specifically, if but, you printed out the sheet music, yeah, like like it, it, it's definitely like the well, um, uh, Nick, as an example, you know, um, uh, you know the theme tune from Iron Man three, yes, which is a, a good kind of orchestral, like really kind of funky tune. You can't get the original on Spotify. No, there's only like, uh. It, the song's called "Can You Dig It," yeah, and so and it's only like, "Can You Dig It" from the Iron Man Three soundtrack, as played by the Birmingham <laughs> Youth Orchestra or something like that. I love those guys. That's near, but that's the thing; like, it sounds close enough that you probably you can enjoy it, but, but you it's know not it's the original. Not the one, yeah, yeah. But so, so most of the time, you're like, "Oh, it's okay." You know, it's passable. You know, I'm not going to be in the shop for long. Today, walking around. <laughs> That version of Prey by Take That 
It wasn't even in tune. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, honestly, like, I could probably have sung that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's literally like the manager yeah. in the back. It's just, it's just, a guy, the yeah, just a guy doing karaoke. It's so bad. It's so bad. I, the, the funny thing is, is that to do a cover version, you have to legally, it has to be run by the person who originally recorded that song, or at least their representatives at their label or whatever. And yeah. I know this because of my past uh, in being in a choir. I was mm. in my secondary school choir. And we, oh. we sang, what's that song by Sting? The really famous Sting song. Fields of Gold? Yes, Fields of Gold. Mm. We sang a choir harmony version of Fields of Gold. And normally that would be fine because we just sang it in like assemblies or like um, cathedral services or whatever. But our choir made a CD and we sold that CD to people. I bet that, I bet that was popular. Who, who paid money. To receive oh the my, CD. Oh my goodness! How 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 old were you when you were in when that CD was cut? Um, I think I was like year eight, year nine, so like thirteen, fourteen. I was a I was a high singer at that point. What, and 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 was it a um, what was it like uh, an informal choir or was it more like um, uh, a church choir? Did you have like uh, it wasn't robes really, or anything? We didn't have robes or anything, but it was a grammar school and it was a very very fancy choir like it was very much like very well respected you had to be you were auditioned to get in no no, no fucking peasant could just walk in and sing you had in to this kill, choir you know if you wanted a place you had to kill someone else and, who and, was already in the yeah. choir yeah and you had kill to kill them killed. with your voice yeah um it was it was a fairly serious deal it was you know you were i'll take i say this to you boys you were cool if you were in that choir yeah right you were and and that's not just what i think Okay, that's the, how this, is the, the, this is the words of Top Gear magazine. This is, yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, we we did Fields of Gold, um, a, a a barely similar version really to the original because it was like a four part harmony with eighty voices. You know, it didn't sound anything like the original with one and man. It was so bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so, so I can't the review for the song on the front of the CD was barely recognisable. <laughs> Which you'd think would make things easier to, to <laughs> sign off by Sting's label. But apparently it took weeks. So we, we, we had the recording guys come in and like oh record God. us all singing the song. And that held up the CD because his label or his people or him even, I don't know, had to sign off on our version of Fields I of love that I love that I Sting got wind of this and went, stop them. <laughs> stop them immediately. Shut them down. <laughs> Shut them down. If it's one, if it's one thing Sting hates. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's children trying to make money it's true. off his name. Monstrous. The the convenient thing was is that he lives in Salisbury and, and oh God, I and I used to live convenient. in Salisbury. So it was apparently round the corner to, to let him know that this choir was massacring one of his songs. He probably heard it out of a window. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> he came running down the street. Just Stop that. No. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Run, children. Run. I'll kill them all. <laughs> Barricade the doors. He's coming. Sting's coming. Why did we provoke him? <laughs> um can i ask what was the um album cover art um oh. i drew it oh you drew it i drew it right. amazingly yeah like of all the people in the choir i was i think the only artist because <laughs> it isn't good it's not a good piece of art i'll tell you that <laughs> was it what can you give us like a, a, a what was the theme like what it was, was the... there was a fairly tight brief i had to draw 
basically like boys bishop my school was called bishop wordsworth so we were called bishop's boys i had to draw four or five bishop's boys <laughs> shut up this is serious bishop's <laughs> In... boys we were called bishop's boys it's a cool name boys. we were the coolest guy we were top gear magazine said oh, we God. were cool you said it Did yourself it, was it was it boys with a z of course it was boys with a z <laughs> the bishop's oh, God. Boys. we were the bishop's boys two z's bishops boys uh, anyway okay. um i had to draw a few bishops boys with uh we had binders we had special binders with our words and music in so they were holding those and yep. I, drew, I just drew that like in a sort of stained glass window sort of style it was delightful john it was delightful i'm sure i'm sure, I'm sure it was charming i was i was kind of picturing like when he's I was kind of picturing that the album cover was just you, kind of like on a cliff face, kind of yeah. like staring out. With my shirt open in the <laughs> yeah, wind. It's like, can you... <laughs> the Bishop's Boys, can you lend me a feeling? <laughs> uh, we weren't called the Bishop's Boys. That wasn't the name of the <laughs> choir. We were the Bishop Wordsworth's Grammar School Choir, okay? Okay. Jolly yeah. good. Bishop's Boys? We just called ourselves the Bishop's Boys, yo. So, oh my god! Uh, I uh, I used to work. I spent a summer working at um, the range. Oh, you won't the believe range. the range, which is kind of like the um, uh, kind of like the poor man's home base, which is kind of like the poor man's B and Q, basically. Yeah, yeah it's um, bottom of the bottom of the top pile. That bottom one. of the pile, yeah. And so I spent a summer working at the range, and uh, because you know uh the retail environment it's very much controlled there's big corporate decisions you know they're trying to create an environment that makes people want to buy more they decided that pan pipes plays pop <laughs> was the only music that would be well, the only music that would be tolerated in the now store. featuring the bishop's boys <laughs> you wish and the problem is that if you're working there for five weeks over the summer and this 28 minute CD is on rotation, you're gonna hear a lot of yeah. two panpipes butchering fields of gold. Um, and yet Sting would have signed off on it. That's the thing. Sting he must have been off. in his office and thought, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take the money. It's a little known fact that Sting can't hear panpipes. They're actually too <laughs> yeah. high for his, his register. Uh, Isn't that an incredible thing that could be true? It could be that true. Could he's be pipes true. deaf. He's pipes deaf. Oh, but he does spend a lot of time focusing on the sound of of any 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 boy anywhere yeah. raising raising their voice. Yeah, <laughs> always listening out. Yeah, it'll it'll it'll, it'll slap him a restraining order like you wouldn't believe. Um, but no, so we we'd all been driven absolutely mad by the end of five weeks by this pan pipes <laughs> plays pop, and uh, to the point where the last my last act with the company was taking that CD out of the player. And uh, taking a pair of scissors, really, <laughs> and and we all took turns, but we all just kind of like scoured the fuck out of that CD. <laughs> oh, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work now. Uh, oh, that's weird. That was also the place where uh, to stop people nicking sunglasses, they put like little magnetic security tags, like on the on the on the shades. Um, but someone had had installed them incorrectly. So when someone bought it, you were meant to like hold it onto a, a magnet yeah. on on the desk on the counter, and it would remove and the tag would come off. Sure. But someone had put them together the wrong way round, so the tags wouldn't disconnect Brilliant. when you'd put them. Great. So I worked out that if you went over to the hardware aisle, 
<laughs> and picks up a hammer and a chisel, <laughs> which we kept under the desk. So it would always be like, uh, oh, hello, madam. Yes. Oh, some lovely sunglasses. Let me just get the security tag. And you bend down under the table. You just hear like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and the have glasses a, are just smashed. Have a lovely day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you, madam. Goodbye. <laughs> Please leave. So, yeah, so that that's my hate anyway, in a nutshell. Um, Agreed. Well, I've, music. I've got a hate. Oh. That's good news. Uh, it is good because that's the format for this show. Yeah. Um, I object to spending money on pants and socks. Okay. And I've, I've brought up a hate like this before where I said I objected to paying money for toilet roll. And... <laughs> This is in the same vein it's the as same that hate. It's the same it's principle, isn't it? It's the same basically. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, I wipe my socks yeah. on my ass like like uh, any red-blooded man. I work, I work <laughs> hard. I buy my socks and I should be allowed to do what I want with them. I just like... You, if you go to buy a pack of socks, right? Mm. If you go to a high, street, a high street chain, right? I would like to buy some socks, please, sir. Yeah, sure. They come in packs of less than one sock and they will cost you £19. Yeah. Please pay me now. Fuck you, sir. I'm off to eBay for used socks. Oh, do you know? <laughs> you can't buy socks off no. eBay. Well, I have bought socks oh, off eBay. Oh, no. And I've bought pants off eBay as well. No. They weren't used. Well, I don't know. Were they, I don't you know, don't know that they. for sure. But they did Were come. Were from a police auction? They came packaged, but the bag was open. But I thought that was okay. Yeah. Because that's like, because <laughs> that's, that's close enough, though. <laughs> But that's the thing the way ebay works you'll be like man i really want to get a bargain i'm gonna buy i'm gonna buy some socks on ebay and then it's like someone's selling a boiled egg in a sock and you're like can, can i just can have the sock? sock no please. no it's the only no. way i could get it but i washed it so but here's the thing right i got like 30 pairs of socks in like a bulk deal for like four pounds or something same with the pants now i'll admit the quality is not up there, you know, we're not talking cashmere here, but at the same they time, are, they are rock hard. <laughs> they snap. Yeah. But no, <laughs> the truth is though, is that nobody sees them ever. Like, no- but now I know. Well, you, yeah. So <laughs> now I know that you're running around wearing crime scene socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crime scene socks. The Metropolitan Police have been on the hunt for some serial yeah. killer who takes people's socks for years <laughs> not knowing that their chief forensic examiner is pocketing them yeah. and selling them on eBay when, to you. When you bought the sock, did it have a little sign saying like the letter A next to it? On, yeah, like, a white but I just thought that was the brand. Sure, sure. That... I said, it said Exhibit A. Exhibit A, sure. And then it said, it said Case Files something something yeah, Scotland yeah. Yard. But I thought that was just... It was a very, it was a very high resolution photo though, so it worked, it worked fine. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. weird. When I when I bought when I looked at the listing, it said they were white, and now they're like this kind of like weird speckled like yeah. red and white. So pattern. Nice, it's a cool nice, pattern. It's a cool it? pattern though. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought they were just comic relief, like the sort of comic relief version. There's so this cool little like brown mark all the all the way up them as well. <laughs> oh no! Um, no, they were fine, guys. They were clean. They were they were good enough. I'm actually but, wearing like... socks I bought in New York. Oh, well, at the how moment. Spend so on those? yeah, I, do, I can't remember. Too much, probably. The, the, the frustrating truth was, though, is that after I did this, which was only a few weeks before Christmas, because I was running oh low God. on... Because that's the thing. I, I will wear my pants yeah. and socks to death as well, because I don't want to have to buy any, because fuck that. Get them all, get them all at Christmas. I know more than one person who subscribes to just get them at Christmas. Well, this is the thing. 
I then bought this bulk fucking load off of eBay, and then I got loads of socks for Christmas, didn't I? Loads of people thought, hey, Nick, you know what Nick needs? And I did need them. Yeah. Fucking socks. So great. So when when you get dressed in the morning and you're you're looking in your in your drawers and you've got like on one end, you've got these delightful new kind of clean Very fancy again. Clean <laughs> socks. Definitely clean. And on the other side, you you have this kind of like soiled sack of oily rags which you've been, just got. I've been back for just full of odd socks. <laughs> they're all mixed up, John. They're all they're all just mixed up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and you're like I'll wash them when I finish the bag and you're like theoretically that will never happen because you've got I've got so know, many old, now you've got so many socks in there what do you go for do you go old or, or do you go new I, I sort of do a blind grab so I just I close my eyes I look away I have to look away because it smells powerfully yeah um, so I look away and I just plunge my hand in if it's wet I'll move to the next one obviously but if it I'll grab the first two dry ones I can find See, I would have thought, knowing Nick as I do, <laughs> that his socks would be very jazzy and like deliberately stylized, rather than rather I... than crime scene socks. <laughs> well, they're very red. They're bright. Okay, that's a, <laughs> that's a start. I have some jazzy, cool yeah. like socks, but that's because other people have bought them for me. Yeah, I just I just assumed they would be that way, like neon. But this is neon, it. Neon, you neon have to and, assume. Like, diagonal lines and coolness yeah but you have to assume because when do you see my socks I you suppose, never see yeah them. it's a fair point i mean next, 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 next i'm gonna be so wary next time i see you now though <laughs> i know this is a problem i could have continued to, to live quite happily in, in a reality where i didn't think about yeah. your socks and i didn't see them very often but sure. now i will know now now you've told me i can't not know the crime that you've committed <laughs> upon us all really. i will be definitely thinking about it so you object to buying socks and pants off eBay? I'm just checking. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. What, yeah no, I, not even in a, I'm not even in a comedic fashion. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm just saying that. I, I think you've committed some kind of crime. I just don't know who to report it yeah. to. Okay, well, take as long as you like to work that out because these, these, are, these are doing great for me. They'll last probably a week, maybe a little more than that. <laughs> and then I'll be back on eBay for what, some until, more. Until they disintegrate or burst into flames. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not the best quality, if I'm honest. Like, they are a bit... Like, I ordered a pack of the same size, right? And I think I ordered medium, like a human being. But some are smaller than others, and I don't yeah. understand why that is. Yeah, that's weird. And why, why, would, a re- why would a retailer on eBay lie? <laughs> I know! I mean, <laughs> they said, pack of 39,000 medium pants. <laughs> and I trusted pack, them. <laughs> pack of more pants than you will ever, ever need. <laughs> that's the thing, I just burned them after I've worn them. What's it like... The listing is called like thirty thousand socks, big value, big surprise. And it's like <laughs> big it's like surprise. a grainy, it's like a grainy photo of like the back of like a white transit. Yeah, band. yeah, and then like, <laughs> so like a few of them have Polaroid photos in them. It's like when you see those, like, you know, those photos of people who bought their wedding dress on eBay, and you see what it looked like on eBay, and then what it looks like on them. Oh, I'm no. imagining now your pants and socks, and what they look like on just, eBay, and then what they look like when on. you wear them. I'm just checking if I'm wearing some of them now. No, I'm not. No. I'm just kind of picturing like the product the product photos. Like they're clearly <laughs> taken on like a handheld camera from like a mobile and like they're just bags of socks. That's not there's nothing weird about that. I no. mean it's a little weird. It's just a bag of socks. But then like in every third photo there's something like really, really like weird in the background. <laughs> like 
you just it's like a tiled floor and there's maybe like a knife just lying in the corner yeah there was one photo and it was like they were basically the socks were just in bin bags and i just had to take them at their word that the bin bags were full of socks and then in one of them there was just like a pickled snake corpse in a jar just next to them and i was just like do i get that yeah <laughs> all do I get everything in the photograph? <laughs> <laughs> or like one of the photos is taken from someone, the position of someone like hanging onto a ladder <laughs> off the side of a boat. And and the photo's <laughs> angled down. And it's a man in a smaller boat reaching up with this sack. <laughs> and there's just another man standing behind him, but his eyes have been blacked out. Like... <laughs> but he's like reaching up and they've clearly photoshopped in like a Primark pack of socks with what he's holding yeah. up. And then what I get isn't Primark <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, like, no, on the edge of a boat, where the boat, the hull meets the waterline, they fit in MS Paint, they've written Primark <laughs> on the side of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and oh one God. of the guys in the picture had a gun as well. It was, yeah. it was fucking crazy. <laughs> and, now that the, and now that I think about it, the bin bag really did look like the shape of a human body. Yeah, really. You haven't got to shot them. Oh, but I got my socks. I, don't think I got my socks. Of... That's, that's the most important thing. There's only a bit of viscera in there, so... I mean, I'm thinking about it now, and for some reason, I'm just haunted by the idea of just, like... the. The terrifying image of like a guy in the background. And you're like, is is he holding a gun? <laughs> like it's really low res in the background. Yeah, the picture is very low res, but that's that's definitely a gun, though, isn't it? I think he's holding a gun. <laughs> Who took the great picture? socks? Though. Great yeah, socks, really, high quality socks. Really, really good maximum socks. thread count. I mean, through the roof. Leave a review. He said, when I saw the image, I was at first terrified, but at, at those prices, I couldn't argue. <laughs> it, would, it would literally be a crime not to buy socks at that price. Oh my god! Well, it, yeah, that's exactly how I felt, so I went for it. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah. So there we go. Oh god. Well, who's got who's got? Oh, a I've love got a, I've who's got, got a love? on that on that theme. Uh, on that theme, my love okay. is opening other people's post. <laughs> Oh, so back on the crime from one crime to one crime to the next. So we live in a house. We live in a house uh, where other other people have lived previously, and some of their post still comes here. Now, I could send it back to the person, and I have in certain and you should. Yeah, sure, whatever. Because to (laughs) do otherwise would technically be a crime, wouldn't it? (laughs) Circumstances, I have sent the letter back or returned to sender or whatever when it doesn't look good. Yeah, however. The guy who lived here before us was clearly a dentist and he gets lots of free samples of Colgate toothpaste, which I keep. No. Yeah. No, you don't. So you get, so hang on, you get free toothpaste through your door and you put me on blast about my eBay socks. I get free free toothpaste through the door from, straight from Colgate. Straight from the source. Asking him as a dentist to review their new toothpaste. I'm just imagining paste coming through your letterbox yes. now. <laughs> but door to door toothpaste yeah. man. He just, he just, he just, squirts, just squirts it through the letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's, that's great. And yeah, it's it's actually quite a good toothpaste. How... But I can't go back to them, obviously. So I'm not How a dentist. Do you know? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> How do you know it's toothpaste like that? Well, How did was, you know the was, first it was time? Minty and it had Colgate written on it. <laughs> no, my point is. 
there, there would have been a point in your oh, I see. In the, the last year packaging. where you received you received an unmarked box and you opened it. Yeah. Well, the box had Colgate written on it. It was a branded box. That's a bit of a giveaway. Oh, I see. So that yeah, was how sure. I knew what it was. But we've opened the church newsletter as well. So I think someone was from America who used to live here, and every year the church newsletter comes through at Christmas uh, from somewhere in America. So we we we're up to date with all the news at that particular church. And they always, good, they yeah. always like to thank God for their new roof, even though it's probably volunteers <laughs> who raise the money. And, and builders who actually put the roof on. But, you know, that's fine. Give him, give him some credit, I guess. He deserves I'm a bit. I'm just picturing you and Liz walking around the house reading newsletters from Montana yeah. and just constantly brushing your yeah. teeth because you've got to work your yeah. way through this massive stack of coal. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, but just behind them, there's just this mound of toothpaste tubes. But who am I, who, um, where am I supposed to send that toothpaste if I don't open it? I, I don't know where I'd I send mean, it. I'm not quite, sending that yeah. back to Colgate. <laughs> to be fair... It is it is a big corporation that does not give a fuck and you are not impacting their their livelihood and my, in any and way. The person who used to live here who's a dentist obviously doesn't care that much. Or he might like, have contacted Colgate to give him another address and we're still getting the toothpaste, which is fine. I feel, I feel what you're supposed to do is write not known at this address on the yeah. envelope put it and stick it back in a post box. Nah. The toothpaste that you get, is it like full size tubes yeah. or are they like mini tubes? No, it's they're pretty they're pretty good sized, yeah. I've, we've and had we've had at least four. Okay, I was going to say, can you live off this toothpaste? Um, no, we do have to buy our own supplementary toothpaste. <laughs> That's annoying. Did yeah. it originally? But we do I, buy Colgate. We do buy Colgate toothpaste. So it's worked. So, so there you it go. works. Yeah, I am curious about how it originally arrived. Did it come in an envelope or in a box? It was in like a like, and then you a very very like um, slick box that had cut that had sure. Colgate written on it. So and and okay. so it. We knew what it was. It was obvious what it was. Does it does it come with anything else, like a brochure or something? I can't remember. I think it literally is just the toothpaste. I don't remember seeing a brochure. <laughs> so, I. But still I assume he was a dentist. Now... He might just have had very bad hygiene. I don't know. Or a weird fetish. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's. A I weird am kind of picturing that you're you will occasionally just hear a rattle from your front door. And someone just pushes a tube of toothpaste through yeah, the door. Yeah. And if you rush to the curtains, you can just see a shape kind of running <laughs> off into the, it's into always, the night. It's always in the middle of the night yeah. as well, which is... It's always, which is it, so always, it always turns off about 2am, yeah. <laughs> and oh, like, you, you come to and you hear the rattling of the letterbox, but you, you're too slow to get to the window to see the figure da- in the distance. Daisy comes up with it in her mouth, her mouth's all foaming and everything. Yeah. One time you found an abandoned trench coat outside yeah. your door and the pockets inside I mean, were and filled there was a used toothbrush as well. <laughs> this is like unintentional horror because I do find that quite unsettling, the idea of a midnight toothpaste man yeah. kind of just... Ru- yeah, oh. the idea of any midnight mysterious but it's, but figure it's giving me delivering. something he's not stealing toothpaste from me. But that's almost worse. Yeah, like stealing. It, is, it is actually a bit worse. Yeah, stealing is like, oh, we all know stealing people, like robbers or whatever, they're bad. But if someone <laughs> someone who shows up in the middle of the night and gives you things, that's fucking messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That probably is worse now that I think about it. Yeah. It depends what it is, I guess. Like, if it's something like really ominous. Like toothpaste. Like toothpaste, say. Or like a, te- <laughs> like a teddy bear or something. That, I wouldn't necessarily say ominous. I, I feel like um, like unex- like really unexpected and out yeah. of place. I mean, the first yeah. time toothpaste turned up, I was like, oh, that's weird. But now I'm used to yeah. it. I mean, I've had it a few times now. So <laughs> I'm just like, oh, look, no, I'm used to look, it. free yeah. toothpaste. Oh, he's back. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's you know it's fine. That's that's. I'm actually. I yeah. I went from thinking you're a criminal to thinking you're an opportunist now. I'm a I'm a um, criminal opportunist. Sure. Okay, criminal. I'll take it. Let's, let's I'll just, take it. Let's just split it down the middle yeah. and just say you're both. Yeah, cool. I I still feel that none of this is good. Like I, I don't I don't think that um you know the brass acts uh, Colgate are going to come a knocking. But I do I, I mean, do feel there may be some know, consequence. They keep sending it me, so you know. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning more towards the midnight toothpaste man now, and I don't I don't like where that train of thought takes I, me. Well, if it is if there is someone who's posting toothpaste through my door stop it <laughs> wink if you're wink. listening yeah no no but seriously carry on <laughs> i've got i've got a love go on em. it's a relatively wholesome one Aww. but i like i i like even more so than usual hipster coffee oh here we go see i'm oh, i'm, I'm semi-aware yeah. of where this is leading i think yeah so this won't be this won't be a long hate but just it's uh, a love, you know it? i've um yeah, yeah, it's a love. That's, That's what I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I might be, uh, I, you know, I my my uh, coffee snobbery has been increasing over the years. It's only been growing in power, which is remarkable. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm quite proud of myself, really. Now, but but you know, I'm I'm one of the, you know, I I'm down with the common man. I'll enjoy a Nescafe on occasion, sure, you know, sure. when when no other option presents itself. Ah, but right. um, you know, I do own a dedicated coffee grinder. You know, you do, and uh, I've been having a French press every morning for several years. I enjoy it very much. I I know that the beans should be ground for fifteen seconds, and that we use um, seventy degree water. You know, not quite boiling. Um, wow! And for Christmas, uh, Lucy enabled me further <laughs> by buying me um, a a goose neck kettle Ooh. and a, a really nice kind of. Um, coffee filter jug thing i don't know how, how you'd even describe it it's like a hourglass shaped glass basically um with a filter on the top and you grind the beans you put them in you gently pour the coffee over and it's uh, it's taking it to a whole new level so you you grind the beans you put the beans they're now ground beans into your hourglass yes. glass yeah there's like a little um mesh filter thing that goes on the top so the beans sit in there right and then, and then you take your you take your gooseneck kettle. She's got a long neck like a goose. Yeah. Yep. And um, you pour the the water gently in little batches in circular motions wow. over the ground coffee beans. And it takes a little longer, but it's worth the wait. Sounds like it. And um, and then see normally normally I don't care for this kind of thing, but I'm actually excited to have a cup of coffee from this uh, instrument. Oh yeah, and 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 when the day comes that you you will be allowed in my house again, it is it is fantastic. Yeah, that's it nothing to do with the pandemic. That's just the ban. You'll have, you'll have, you'll have you made use of that one by then and have a whole new one because it'll be five years. From oh now. yeah yeah yeah. No, so, and um, yeah sorry sorry. Nicholas, so you pour yes. the boiling water. Well, not boiling. Seventy degree water. Oh yeah, we're not animals. Yeah. You put the seventy degree water into the gooseneck kettle. Uh, well, you boil the water in the kettle. Ah, okay. Sorry, that makes sense. It's a kettle. And then you pour it through the gooseneck onto, yes. into this hourglass-shaped glass where your coffee yes. granules are. So what's the significance of this goosey neck? Uh, well, well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I don't uh, care. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's a Well, no, I'm, thank, you, thank you for pretending at least. Um, so, yeah, so the, the gooseneck is a very fine curved spout. Sure. Which uh, it, it allows a very gentle pour. Ooh. You see, a very a very gentle, precise pour. And if um, you poured from a kettle, like a, a Neanderthal, 
uh, you would um, just yeah. bludgeon the coffee. Uh, it would it would overwhelm the coffee with like a torrent. I see. Whereas this gentle stream can be used to kind of caress and massage the beings uh, to where you want them to be. And um, brilliant. It's very good. It's very good. That it does sound it does sound much more um, highbrow than I've ever done about anything, with anything, for anything. To anything. Well, well, quite. And um, I wouldn't say that that makes me better than you. Oh. Uh, no, sure. No, I wouldn't say that. You, I mean, you, you sort of, you sort of are saying No, but it. I'm not, though, because I'm not saying it. It feels like you're saying okay. it. Okay. I'm not saying it. It feels saying like you're, it, you're saying it. You're saying it in a, in a way that yeah. you're not no, saying I'm not, it. No, I'm not saying that. I just feel that... Okay. I let, let's, let's let history speak for us when... Let's let the, let's let the listener decide. The record now knows that Nick is wearing secondhand crime scene socks, that you steal toothpaste yeah. from a... From a dentist, and, yeah. and, and I mean, it I'm, sounds bad. It sounds bad when you yeah, say it. Yeah, like, mine does I, as well. And I enjoy coffee like a, like a member of the bourgeoisie. That's, <laughs> I'm not saying that makes me better yeah. than you. I just feel that you know the record is clear. I, I feel I feel you frame that in a misleading yeah, way. Well, you could prove anything with facts. You put a deliberate you? spin so, yeah, on that sure. that made me sound like a maniac. Chris sound like an opportunist slash criminal, and yourself sound yeah. like a god among men. I just I don't see how that's fair. Yeah. Now, Nicholas, I put my I put my secondhand eBay trousers on one leg at a time, just like <laughs> just like the next man. Um, I wouldn't get my trousers from eBay. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> People see those. <laughs> uh, I should say, though, I did watch a video about uh, a guy. He was like a, a coffee fanatic on a level I can't even aspire to. And I do feel that even I have limit, limits because really? he, he every morning would weigh out the coffee and the water. Wow. To get it absolutely perfect. And I was like, I cannot do that. That That is a bridge too far. I'm, I'm very happy, John, mm. to hear that there is a bridge too far for you. Because Thank cause you. this, because this is a slippery slope. Finally, <laughs> yeah. The, the thing, the thing is, you could, you could feasibly get there. I, I know, and it's worrying, isn't it? Because I never thought I would own a coffee grinder, and then that happened. That's true. So, so you could actually mm. end up like this guy. Yeah, it, it's maybe only a matter of time. Give it time, really. Sure. Okay. Okay. But that's my love. I'm glad you got. I'm glad you got the goose. I'm very. Thank happy. you. The gooseneck is a lot of fun, actually. I would say. For everything I have said t- today on this show, I would very much like one of these coffees. So, <laughs> well, me- yeah. well, you know, if yeah, you, I'll bring you, I'll bring you around some toothpaste to repay. Yeah, the I, I've got a sock or two to spare. Well, I don't. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you lose the socks, and you, you bring me the toothpaste, and we'll, we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> Done. Seem fair, but okay. Um, well, I've got a love, and Go on. on the surface, Hit you me. may think this sounds like very low-hanging fruit. Okay, oh. but I love. A box of chocolates. Brilliant. But no, no, hear me out. Because I'm not a big sweet things fan. I don't like... I don't eat much chocolate. I don't really go for like sweets, boiled sweets, lollipops, all that shit. I don't go for that really. If I get a chocolate bar, I might take a mouthful, put it back in the fridge. And I'd work through it over a week. Right? But a box of chocolates... I might take a mouthful. I'd spit it out right there. I'd be (laughs) sick on it. It's gross. I eat chocolate bars. I feel like like you're trying to make yourself sound like less of a monster... But you put a half-eaten chocolate bar back yeah, in the fridge. I do. Oh my! I mean, I don't God. always do that. But if it's if it's slightly larger than maybe I have the desire for, you know, then sure. then maybe I'll just take a bite, put it back in, wrap it up. Of course, I'm not a maniac. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's but all right then. If it's a box of chocolates, that's where my self-control just vanishes because cho- a box of chocolates is like sweet tapas. Every mouthful is something different and and unusual. Now, by mm. this, I don't mean like Quality Street or celebrations or miniature heroes or whatever Th- those don't really count i mean those like 
fancy Belgian nougat yeah. we got a, um, shit. That's what I'm talking about. We got a milk tray. Yeah, here we go. Ooh. For Christmas. That was, that was nice. I've nearly polished that off on That's my That's the thing. Own. I've, I had a whole uh, box of pralines that Ali's dad got us. I ate them all myself. And Ali's dad bought them for the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> when, and when I was sat on the toilet uh, <laughs> later, <laughs> hugging my ankles, I, into I, a sock. I, felt, <laughs> I felt very proud. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. They came out, but they came out still in their original shape, <laughs> still in their wrappers. Still in their wrappers. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I have to, I have to get them down fast. I feel this kind of feeds slightly into Christmas eating habits yeah. and how yeah. you can just make a meal out of an entire pack of like, um, I don't know, fruit marzipan yeah. or something like that, and you know and, and it plays and back like... into what we were saying at the beginning where you have that voice that just goes fuck it it's christmas inside your head that applies to how you spend your time and also what you eat and like you can just go like ah oh, fuck it tonight is just box of chocolates meal that's what tonight is fuck it yeah yeah because if it's like it's like do, do you want something to eat no i had a box of chocolates <laughs> for lunch <laughs> but if it's like april the 8th and i and i spend my afternoon just eating slice after consecutive slice of christmas cake I'm I'm history's greatest monster. Yes, you are. Yeah, definitely. But if I do that on December the twenty eighth, you um, are a hero. I'm a, I'm a hero because yeah. Gog's vengeful eye is finally closed. This is the one week of the year <laughs> where his wrath closed. cannot where his his wrath cannot find us, and we are we're free to commit sins. We're just desperately waiting for God to doze, and when he, he dozes over Christmas, that's our chance to go fucking yeah. mental. <laughs> Do whatever we want, then. I live in a household where I am the only person who appreciates a cooked raisin. So as as a result, uh, I'm the only one who likes Christmas cake. I'm the only one who likes oh, Christmas pudding. Sure. And uh, that word has got out. And I received three Christmas cakes <laughs> of different sizes nice. for, me, oh, for yeah. me and me alone to enjoy. Amazing. <laughs> I will see you in intensive care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great stuff. Well, there we go. I like it. Well, I, why, why labour the point? I think, I think we've done the hates and I think we've done the loves. Um, yeah, we've done what gentlemen. we came here to do. Gentlemen, which one won out? Um, well, I've got my um, idea. I, I, uh, I miss the sausages so damn much. Not even, not even free toothpaste can compensate for that. <laughs> So we I'm sh- going to say hate. Um, I'm going to. S- oh, go on, mm. John. Go on, John. I'm. I'm going to say hate as well. Yeah. Oh, I was also going to say hate. So. Hey, a grand Full slam. House. Woo! Full that house. really happened. We should. Uh, we should celebrate. Uh yes. I'll have a sip of this water. Oh yes, I finished mm, my delicious. beer. Unfortunately. I actually admire our restraint. I think we had quite. This look at this. Like an hour and. Oh gosh, this a, is a this is very this is very tight considering the last one was over. I know this nice <laughs> nugget of of comedy gold. That's what this is, I think. Mm. Or, and I feel well. This is this is going to be our last episode of of twenty twenty. Of course. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. Forgot that's about important, that. I guess. So what a shit show. Yeah. Well, I mean, the year was bad as well, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a joke. That's a joke. We got that. one in. seventy-six episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it can't stop us now. We're always in syndication. <laughs> um, Come on. Well, I uh, this has been a lot of fun. I I uh, 
uh, I don't know. New Year's resolutions. What are we hoping for next year? What's our What's our goal? Uh, less virus. Um, yeah, less virus. Probably get out more. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I'd like um, to go camping next year. Go camping, sure. So let's see how that pans out. I want to go to the Brecon Beacons next year. I want to do a. I want to do a like a walk, walking weekend in the Brecon Beacons. Oh yes, I'll come with you. That's true. That's you know that sounds boring. I'm coming with your, with your dog. With the dog, yeah, mm. that'd be cool. I think that'd be nice. We have a little a little outing, a little team little outing. team outing. That'd be delightful. Yeah, let's do that. Maybe I won't come with you, but maybe I will also go at the same time. So we'll okay, be like that's one, fine. We'll be one hillock away at every at every time. Yeah, you could be at you could be at one peak and I'll be at the other, and I will just light the beacons. Yeah. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> light the beacons. Uh, well, on that note, uh, I guess we should say uh, a massive thank you to everyone who has stuck with us through this strange year. Yeah, and, and those who I joined mean, us for 2020. Yeah. They haven't, had, they haven't had much choice. People are really bored. So that is true. This was a great yeah. year for podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other podcasts. Sure, sure. <laughs> a great year for yeah. other podcasts. Not, Get out there. Not necessarily this one. Uh, explore your options. Uh, so from, from, from everyone at A Show Called Hate, oh, yes. we're wishing you... Uh, a very happy twilight, uh, twilight of 2020, and it, we'll see you in 2021. The, ne- the next, the next one. Ooh. Whoa, the future! The future is coming. <laughs>